0: but baby it's cold outside
1: but baby it's cold outside this evening has been, been hoping been that you so drop in nice. the nick holt I'll podcast hands that just like ice beautiful what's your be listen to the fireplace so roar really the day,
2: 23rd of december
3: ahead. 2021 is the date you're listening to the nick holt podcast program, and it is not entirely cold out there, depending on what hemisphere you're in right now. The main reason I play this fantastic Dean Martin song is, of course, because the woke tried to cancel it over its sexist lyrics. I'm going to be talking about the great unvax today, and joining me in the studio is a good friend of mine, Dave. The Dave Man Homer. We'll be back in just a second.
1: The Nick Holt Podcast. It's
0: cold outside.
1: The answer is no. But baby, it's
0: cold outside.
1: The welcome has How been. lucky
0: that you the dropped in. And warm. Look out the window at the stone. My sister
1: will be Gosh, your
0: lips look delicious. My will
1: be there at the door. Waves upon the tropical shore. Your lips
3: are delicious mate welcome on the show thank you nick uh mate great to be here dave's a good friend of mine we've known each other for uh, a very long time and he was in the area and he was good enough to bring me a small cappuccino with one sugar just the way i like it dave is also uh unvaxxed so this is one of the few places that he's allowed inside which is my studio i haven't yeah. quite put up the barcode sign yet man <laughs>
2: And it's delightful, must I say? It's um, and I'm enjoying the aircon, mate. It's very hot outside.
3: It's hotter than a two dollar pistol in Brisbane today,
2: mate. It is, um, yeah. It's obviously the the fossil fuels are doing us a mischief, <laughs> causing that climate change, heating us all up, mate. Um, but yeah, uh, mate, look, it's it's good to be here. Thanks for, for having me. Um, yeah, it's it's bloody weird out there at the moment, isn't it? With all this this vaccine sort of passport stuff happening and I just I finished up, I work in the city and I just finished up, um, you know, for the year yesterday and just, you know, even thinking about going um, shopping or, you know, Christmas shopping or just walking through the city, the more whatever, it sort of give, gives me a bit of, I don't know, like it just gives me a feeling of, of a for, sort of a bit of a foreboding feeling walking around, everyone's masked up again. It just it just seems to be this revolving door of... of fear then sort of it sort of wanes and then people mm. sort of hop back on the on the fear train again and I just just yeah it's it's a strange time have you had any
3: have you had any troubles yet as an unvaccinated participant of society have you been stopped or i mean apart from perhaps the own sort of self-imposition you put on yourself of not going to a place has anyone asked to see your 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 papers <laughs>
2: Mate, not yet. I've sort of, I guess I haven't really put myself in that position yet. Um, but, you know, talking with my wife about future, you know, she, my wife's fully vaxxed, which is, you know, which is fantastic. That's her decision. Um, and, you know, she's she's happy with my decision not to be. But, you know, talking about future um, events or going out or, you know, oh, let's do this on boxing night. Let's go out for a feed or something like that. You know, we're saying that it's, it's dawning on us now that that, that can't be, Mm. So sort it's of saying that we do at the moment. You know, it's more so it's like, oh, hun, I, I can't actually do that. We've got to get takeaway. So, you know, that's – and it's sort of – Kath's like, oh, oh, okay, great. You know, like – but I think she understands. She, she certainly stands by me in, in my decision. And, and, look, to be honest, it's not – you can still go to Woolies and, and, and get the things you need to get. Yes. it's But it's bloody weird. It's, it's, and it's then, like, you know, downstairs here, mate, um, at the coffee shop, big sign in your face saying – we will, you know, you are required to show us your vaccine passport. It's just, that's the first time I've really seen it and it made that freak me out a bit, to be honest. It was really, I think it's awful. I think it is.
3: um, And I'm not blaming them, I'm just. No, no, no. I think in in that situation it's that, let's take hospitality in particular, right? This is an industry and I've worked, in my 20s, I worked a ton of hospitality gigs uh, not a, not always the prettiest job but the thing that you notice when you work for a range of different hospitality companies, whether it's a cafe, a restaurant, a bar, is that they're constantly having to think about bums on seats converting to, to money. Like if a, a good waiter or a good floor manager is constantly looking around saying, table eight's just finished their garlic bread, go and see if they want another one. Table 7 has just finished a bottle of red wine, topped them up. Mm. The imposition or the, the, um, the sort of preventions that have been placed on hospitality companies, restaurants and bars and cafes over the last two years, they're at the stage now, I think, where basically they just want to do anything to get their doors open and not get fined by the government. I don't think the people... That you got, I know for a fact, the people that you got coffee from are not ideologically motivated to to champion this on. Yeah. However, they've all been sent out briefs, and these messages have to be shown. So it is intimidating, and that's why the government says, "Well, we're gonna." Anastasia Palache says, "It's it's up to the businesses." However, you have to display all these Queensland health.
2: Rhetoric and logos. Mm. The green tick. The green tick. Yeah, it's become the new yellow star, I guess. Yeah.
3: So, so why didn't you get? Why haven't you been vaccinated?
2: Um, mate, I just, to be honest, I, I think I'm pretty similar with your thoughts on this, Nick. Um, mate, I, I, I never really thought that, personally, um, that this COVID nineteen would affect me. Um, you know, I, I believe it's. It's a really bad flu, um, and I've, 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 all my look, my kids are vaxxed. I've been vaccinated plenty of times in the past um, to go, you know, to go to, to go overseas or whatever, and or tetanus or whatever it might be. Um, so I'm not an anti-vaxxer, as we've been called, but um, I've never had a flu shot in my life. I've never thought, felt the need to, um, and I just I can't get my head around it. I can't get my head around. Um, the fact that this this vaccination is meant to save us all from something that I don't think's gonna kill us all. So that's first, the first thing. And and, and the other thing is that I, I feel like our all our politicians are crooked, mate. To be honest, um, I think they're pushing an agenda. Um, I think it's I think it's tyranny, mate. To be honest, to to force people to do something that I want to do, like sticking a needle in themselves. And I think the final straw is my sister's. Um, had the Pfizer two shots of Pfizer, and after a second shot, she she um developed you know pericarditis. Um, and she's had really, she had an episode after she um had a second shot the night of. She had a really she ended up in hospital. Um, and then two nights ago she had the same mm-hmm. basically attack for fifteen minutes. She's a single mum, and you know obviously scared the hell out of her. And she told me about it, and in in you know she she I don't think she wants to. Tell everyone or a daughter scare a daughter, but um, I mean it's just not worth it in my opinion. It's not, you know, for me it's I don't care if I can't go to a restaurant or a coffee shop or you know go to the pub for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know, I think it's um more important just to, to basically just to, to stay strong and and not buy into the to the bullshit, mate. I just think it's all a bit of bullshit.
3: And you'd think that that'd be a fairly reasonable and acceptable response. And prior to this pandemic, if that had been your response about the flu shot, you might have got a few people going, oh, dickhead, you know, thinks it's not going to get the blah, blah, blah. But no one would have cared. No, that's right. So the discrepancy here between offering the flu shot and mandating the COVID shot is so great that I think, Tyranny is really the only kind of word that does describe what's taking place. And it's extraordinary to me that so many people don't realise for whatever reason that the way the the government's behaving right now is not normal.
2: No, mate, 100%. But I think, um, and I've I've heard you talk about this before, I think people are... um, you know, people are scared. I think the government, the media, have scared people um, into into this um, ridiculous um, state of of um, of fear. Well, of fear. Like I think people are scared, which is probably if if you read the MSN and and, and you MSM and, and you watch the news and you and you watch pretty much every single news to even Sky, um, you're gonna be you're gonna be scared. Um, unless you sort of seek out the truth or you do your own research. Um, I can understand why people are really scared of this thing. But it's, so, it's just amazing even, you know, my mother-in-law, I think she's had like four shots because she's so scared and, and I talked to her about it and she, I said, um, I said look, you know what, there's been in, in Queensland, I think there's nearly, what, five million tests have been done. Something like two thousand people have have tested positive, and out of those two thousand people, something like seven people have died. This is in Queensland. In, uh, Queensland. That's right, right. Yeah. And and I tell this to her, and she looks at me like I'm a madman.
3: They don't know the, they don't know the basic numbers. Uh, people don't realise that. This is why the media is so dishonest. Is because they're reporting case numbers now. Like you look at the the ABC. New South Wales records five thousand seven hundred and fifteen COVID nineteen cases and one death. Like, if you look at total cases, right, in Australia is 265,000 from the beginning of the pandemic to now. Wow. 265,000 cases. Now, if you ask the average Australian how many of those 265,000 people had died, I don't think they'd have a clue. But the answer is 2,162. And that's that we are actually placing our trust in the mainstream media to to assume that those people were killed by COVID-19 when so much reporting and data has come out to suggest that that's not the case, people dying. There's a very big difference between dying with COVID-19 and dying from COVID-19. So you have a a virus that... That has a low, more it's very low mortality statistic, right? Yet, at the moment, for whatever reason, a higher case number. So, rather than focusing on the one death, they're driving the headlines with case numbers, so people freak out. Fear sells. Well, it does a lot of things. It Mm. gives politicians extraordinary amounts of power. Mm. Um. Whether or not the fake news media is working for and with the government or how that relationship's working, I don't know. But one thing that is for sure is that when a chief health officer comes on television and says there's been fifty seven hundred cases today, the first thing the fake news does is go and report be scared fifty seven hundred cases are." Uh, you know. Yep. They're not asking questions at I mean, I was showing you just before we came on air. It's a an extraordinary statement from the new Queensland Chief Health well, Officer. Hard, almost hard to believe. Almost hard to believe because of how bad Crooked Jeanette Young was. Mm. This is um, Dr John Gerrard talking about the spread of, of Omicron, uh, which he said was not only inevitable but necessary as he pleaded to Queenslanders to not be anxious about the expected surge in cases. So Dr Gerrard has said It's important at times like this, as the case numbers increase, that we reflect on what we are trying to do and where we are going. Not only is the spread of the virus inevitable, it is necessary. In order for us to go from the pandemic phase to the endemic phase, the virus has to be widespread. You will all have to develop immunity and there's only two ways you can do that by being vaccinated
2: or by being infected. I mean, that's – I hope – why isn't that the headline? Why isn't that the front page of, of, of every newspaper here? Like, it's it's just such a – that's a really, really good statement. I mean, it, it, as we've thought, you know, this thing, whether, whether or not it exists, um, I mean, we can get into consp- you know, so-called conspiracy theories, but – but yeah, endemic, and and talking about um, you know, everyone's going to get it. Or everyone needs to get it. He's talking about natural immunity, which no one ever talks about. Um, I mean, if you hear that the Joe Rogan, Doctor McCullough, I um, did watch that. Yeah, I mean, he says that you can't get COVID twice, and um, people who think they have, he he believes haven't. So, I mean, surely there's no better better uh, uh, a disease. It's what ninety nine point nine seven percent um recovery rate. I mean, you're better off getting it right. Absolutely, and just to show how dishonest the media
3: is, the Courier Mail, instead of taking that quote from who we're meant to be trusting—the expert—right? What's
2: what they've gone with? They've
3: gone with quote. You have two choices. CHO's warning as Queensland COVID outbreak explodes by 369 cases. (laughs) Jesus. Like that—that's got nothing to—it's to, got nothing to do with the medical advice that that guy's provided in that. Oh, mate. To them as a quote, unbelievable, isn't it? So, in in a lot of ways, people are looking always constantly looking for this grand conspiracy theory of who's in control and stuff. But I think that there's a fair bit of um, chaos that takes place here, you know, yeah. in terms of the media's never made much they've probably never made more money
2: no exactly right and and certainly you know with the with the um you know with the coming on of of the internet and uh you know fast news on the internet i think um corporations like you know or newspapers like the courier mail were dying um definitely and, and then COVID comes along and just they're like you know this is like a they're like a kid in a candy shop and fear cells, and they're probably, like you said, they've never done better, so why wouldn't they want to keep it going? I mean, I, I just can't believe that these people can look at themselves in the mirror, mate, to be honest with you, with this sort of reporting. I, I, do you think they know how much they're they're sort of messing with people's heads? Do you think they know? I don't think at the basic level they do. Like, I, at the at the level of the
3: three journalists that compiled the, the story, I think that and this, is, this comes up quite a lot on the show, I, I don't think journalists are part of some big grand conspiracy theory here. I think that the reality is is that statistically ju- the industry of journalism is totally dominated by left-wing woke people. I mean, that's provable, at least left-wing voters. I said to Cam Murray yesterday something like 93% of Uh, American journalists are registered Democrats.
2: What, 93%? Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah.
3: So it gives you an indication into who these people are and why they're crafting the sort of narratives that they craft. Mm. Uh, One difference I see between the left and the right is the right wants to get, has always wanted to get out of this pandemic, whereas I get the impression that it almost seems to me
2: that the left wants to stay in it. <laughs> the so-called purporters of freedom, um, you know, and, yeah. and, and rights for everyone. And it's just – it's crazy, mate. The world's upside down. I mean, then you've got Antifa down, down protesting against the Freedom March. Oh, so there's anti-fascist protesting for the government and for Big Pharma – for more control, against people who want more free. I mean, it, you can't, it just can't get nut, It's nutty. There's only about 11 of them now, oh isn't mate, it? No. Oh, mate, and aren't they the biggest bunch of losers you've ever seen? Completely. Mm. But these people as well that are not, you know, the, the ones that's, that
3: represent a more substantive po- percentage of the population in terms of the, the, the woke, these people also, they love it too because... For the first time in their life, they've become as important as everyone else because the bar's been reduced so much. People's personal freedom's been capped, which means that people can't excel in the way that they were used to excelling because they're being handicapped to where the woke are because they just don't excel at anything, (laughs) right? So they're loving it. They're like, mediocrity, you're like – don't you dare try and get above me. Yeah, You are going to be
2: mediocre, like I am. <laughs> like I am. 100%. Yeah, everyone come down to my level and that's where we should sit. Yeah, um, and, that, and that's why Trump said, you yeah.
3: know, you know what woke means? It means you're a loser.
2: <laughs> it means, it really does, it's true. What he said nothing ever woke, or was it nothing? nothing
3: Everything woke turns to shit. <laughs> <laughs> excuse uh, me, excuse me. <laughs> But that's where we are. We've got a split society and I think that it's difficult to quite define that split in Australia as perhaps it is in America with the Democrats and Republicans because, you know, the woke here, they can be wolves in in sheep's clothing, you know. Yeah, well,
2: 100%. Look at Malcolm Turnbull, the biggest one ever. Oh, horrendous. Mm. So, yeah, it certainly – it sort of started with him a bit, didn't it? You know, like it hadn't really happened before him. Kevin Rudd. Ruddy, you reckon? What, what did he – yeah, I don't know about Kevin.
3: Kevin's a, Kevin's a, a UN man from the start. He's yeah. a globalist and he – no, I think you're probably right. In, in a way, Rudd – doesn't go as over the top as Malcolm Turnbull did with things like Lucy and I will be voting yes yeah yeah <laughs> and uh I don't actually know what that bloke did as Australia's Prime Minister he was horrendous no he, he was useless um
2: absolutely horrendous and and but he, he certainly didn't stand for for much of what the, the Liberal Party at that time stood for which was he he was he was, he was you know he, he fooled he fooled the um I think he fooled a lot of people, including the voters, into thinking that he was a conservative um, and a conservative person. I think, like like we probably like we probably talked, I mean, personally talked about it off off the air, mate. Um, the Liberal Party certainly lost its way. There's, there's, I don't think there's many conservatives left in the Liberal Party anymore, and um, that's why there's the rise of these, um, you know, these sort of smaller fringe parties. Um, because I think. Yeah, I think the, the Liberal Party's lost their way, but yeah, I know Malcolm Turnbull was the start of that. Um, well, speaking of people, uh, w-
3: liberal wolves in sheep's clothing and all that. let's have a listen to uh, the latest from the PM.
0: Well, good afternoon, everyone. I'm joined by the Chief Medical Officer, Professor Kelly and General pruin who heads up Operation COVID Shield. Um, we've just had a very... Uh, positive, practical and cooperative meeting of the National Cabinet of Premiers and Chief Ministers and myself, um, the 58th meeting in fact, and Omicron, we all agree, presents another new challenge, but we have faced so many challenges already during the course of this pandemic. And on each occasion, we've worked together to ensure that our response across the country and across governments has been able to deliver one of the lowest death rates in the world from COVID, one of the strongest advanced economies in the world coming through COVID, and thirdly, one of the highest vaccination rates in the world. So,
3: well, so this. all while locking up your citizens, go, taking, uh, taking away jobs,
0: spaces, segregating
3: society, time, crushing dissenters,
0: that we'll be able to spiking all for a low
3: death count. All for a low death count. The most yeah, no, recent challenge,
0: one, but it does require us to make a number of responses that we've been working through today. Here we go. That response needs us to appreciate that with Omicron, what we're dealing with is a much greater volume of cases. The cases themselves don't necessarily present the challenge. As we've always said, what really matters is how many people are experiencing serious illness and how many people are having to draw on the considerable resources of ICUs um, and our hospital system. And the good news today is that hearing from all the Premiers and Chief Ministers and that although we have seen an increase in the number of cases, we have not yet seen any significant impact on our hospital system. Now that's interesting for a couple of reasons.
3: I think actually what Morrison said there is correct. So you have now a Labor Chief Health Officer from Queensland and a Liberal Prime Minister saying the opposite of what the fake news media is telling us. Yep. So we are in a way being hijacked here by these sensationalist media headlines. The question is, is Morrison and Palaszczuk, and are they feeding this to the press and letting the press do the dirty work for them? Well
2: so they can continue with their mandates. My- yeah, that's a fair, fair comment. Um, I, th- I think Morrison's mate throughout this has has been all talk and no uh, action. So he he seems to come out and throw all this chat around and that he doesn't agree with this or that and it should be this way or that way, but he does actually doesn't doesn't do anything about it. So it's almost like he's in he's in campaign mode. Oh, but I said this and I said that and whatever and this and that and so mate, I I to be honest. I think he's been a real failure through this throughout this whole. Um, I, look, I, I agree that he's saying the right things, but I just don't think that he actually follows through with it. So, yeah, mate, absolutely, could be. He does. He says the right things, doesn't follow through with it, hundred percent. But never before has the Cho of you know of a Labor government actually come out and said something so sensible as as what you just read out before. So that's well, that's well, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on <laughs> before we get
3: too far. <laughs> Now let's have a listen to, with a with a with a lovely uh, spray tan, I might add, Anastasia Palaszczuk yesterday.
1: Uh, well, today we have uh, 186 new cases. Now this is the largest that Queensland has had during the entire pandemic. Uh, we have none who are in hospital wards requiring COVID care, which is fantastic news, and. Uh, Dr Gerard will give us some more information. Uh, So what we are seeing some preliminary advice is that the vaccines appear to be working and they are protecting Queenslanders from getting seriously sick. But also too, a big reminder to those Queenslanders that are not vaccinated, now is the time to go and get vaccinated. For those Queenslanders who haven't had their booster shot, please go and get their booster shot when the time arrives because we know the booster is an added layer of protection. Uh, so now, of course we've had uh, 15,698 vaccines administered by Queensland Health and 34,518 tests have been administered.
2: Right.
1: So now 89.94% of, of Queenslanders have had one dose. So I'm pretty sure Queensland, we're gonna hit that 90% mark today. So well done, congratulations. And, uh, of course, we're (laughs) 83.55 per cent have had two. (laughs) Now, in terms of um, people coming into Queensland, we've had 257,000 people have crossed the border from Victoria, ACT and New South Wales since Monday. Obviously, everyone wants to come to Queensland, but we want to make sure that it is safe. So if you think about it, it's uh, more than the population of Townsville uh, has come into Queensland.
3: Anastasia Palache. Now, what's interesting at the beginning there is she said that we have the information we're hearing is the preliminary information we're hearing is that these vaccines appear to be working. Yeah. Right. Big so loose chat. So they're segregating society based on vaccines that have preliminary evidence
2: that suggests they appear to be working. Mm.
3: Hurry up and get your booster shot.
2: Yep. Not the fact that Omicron has been proven to be a lot less uh, um, aggressive, apparently, than what Delta was the last one, Delta. Um, and it, I think one person worldwide has died from it or something like that. One, one person in how many billions has died from Omicron? <laughs> nothing to do with that. The fact that viruses get weaker as they mutate, there's nothing about that. But it's it's the vaccines that are, that are fixing it, you know. I mean, it's just ridiculous, chat if you ask me, mate. It's a bit strange because
3: it's almost as if they're they're really trying to get this omicron narrative off the ground and running, but it's just not passing the pub test.
2: No, exactly right. Well, there's only there's only so much you can spin, right? Like it's it's interesting that she was quite. Almost, I can't, dare I say it, positive there, um, which is pretty pretty unlike her. You know, the federal government's going to give you COVID for Christmas or <laughs> it's going to hunt you down, all these sorts of ridiculous rhetoric yeah, that usually yeah. comes from her mouth, um, which I just can't believe anyone would say. It's just, yeah. Give her a day or two, mate. I wouldn't be no. too... Maybe the uh, poll- internal polling uh, is... is um. Giving us some advice on the maybe that maybe people are starting to turn and say this is ridiculous and we don't believe it and you know, why 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 get vaccinated if you're gonna make us wear masks again and potentially lock us down again and quarantine people and all this sort of stuff. So maybe people aren't starting to, to, to wake up. I don't know. What do you think?
3: It's very difficult to know because all the media does is lie and all politicians do is lie. So in order to get a firm kind of grasp of what's true and what's not you have to do you have to burn a lot of shoe rubber, right? You have to talk to a lot of people, you have to get out there you have to be doing a hell of a lot of research that the average person just does not have the time to do like you said. Um, Whether or not I mean, the thing that concerns me is the reintroduction of this mask, which is is really a strange and quite ballsy political move for her to make mm. right now in the middle of summer leading up to Christmas to reintroduce a mask mandate mm. and people just will, willfully just walking into it, going along with it. Well, you, you were saying yesterday, though, that you're at a shopping mall and... Probably about half of those people weren't wearing a
2: mask. Yeah, half. Yeah, but that that was out in the burbs. Um, in the city, every single person was wearing a mask, but not not with any not with any um, conviction. If you know what I mean, hanging half off their face or probably mostly <laughs> un- underneath their nose. So it's more like I don't want to get a fine for not wearing a mask, and I yeah. want to be part of the tribe. And you know, we're all in this together, rather than I, I want to keep safe from this so-called um, omicron. Um yeah so it was yeah but I look I, I went into big w and a few other places and look I don't, I don't wear a mask cuz I, I hate the things and I don't think that they do anything and you know no one, no one questions you or says anything um a couple of people take a wide berth which I think you've also experienced which is quite funny <laughs>
3: yeah they jump out of the way at you like yeah. you're
2: um about to mug them you're going to mug you're going to mug
3: them with om- omicron <laughs> omicron I've been yelled at. I think I told
2: you that story at a, at a deli. Yeah, what happened there? This is a good one for the listeners. I was there with my daughter and, and that was at the time when you didn't have to wear masks. It wasn't mandated, but they were sort of saying, look, if if you can't socially distance inside, wear a mask, but you don't have to. So, you know, I, I wasn't paying attention anyway, but I wasn't wearing <laughs> one. Ever. Um, I was there with my daughter and we were lining up and I was, you know, certainly two, maybe two, two and a half metres away from the... The two oldies in front of me, the boomers, and um, they had a, they looked like they had they were double masks, and they they did their little order and turned around, and the woman looked at me with wide eyes and like sort of shook, and she was like, oh, "What are you doing?" And I said, what? and I just looked at her, and I was like, "Oh, is she talking to me? What what the hell is she? Put a mask on, you idiot!" And I was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, "Holy hell, what?" She's like, you're going to kill us all. You're going to kill us. <laughs> and her husband's like, it's a bloody illegal. It's a bloody illegal. It's a bloody illegal. It's illegal. And, I, and I, look, I, I was rattled. My you lost your temper, rattled. didn't I you? I lost my temper. Because um, I think it had been building up in me because I'm just so frustrated, the madness of it all. And I just, I told them to, I told them to fuck off, to be honest with you, <laughs> mate. I said, I said, why don't you two fucking maniacs get the fuck out of here? Fuck off. Get out of my fucking face. And I just lost it.
3: All right, mate. Family cool. show.
2: Oh, sorry, mate. Um, wasn't sure if i swear or not. <laughs> it's not. So I just told him to get out, um, get away from me, basically. And, and my poor daughter was so rattled. Um, I felt look, it was rattled, rattled from her father. Yeah, look, it was was the, it was certainly the wrong way to, to go about it. Um, it's blowing just, up a bit
3: of steam. They, they, it gets to you though, doesn't it? These people. Um, who do they think they are? They're they're extremely it's controlled by two years of of propaganda, and with that, I'm gonna. Play a song now, and we'll be back in a moment. This is propaganda by Dead Press. <laughs> nice, mate. Let me now
1: turn to our program for the future. Economy right now, it's extremely supporting, it's extremely supporting of the, supporting the president, president of his and his FBI policy. FBI scientists have found chemical traces consistent with a bomb or a missile on a piece of wreckage. Police using clubs and tear gas against demonstrator. Your mother, how you going? Soul and soul and a white fascist. Like they said you're getting some of your own mess i
0: Then the rest will fall behind, tell me who's got control of your mind, your world Is it the news or the movie you taking your girl to? Uh, know what I'm saying, cause Uncle Sam got a plan If you examine what they are telling us then you will understand What they planting in the seeds of the next generation Feeding our children miseducation No one knows if there's UFOs or any life on Mars Or what they doing when they up in the stars Because I don't believe a word of what the president said he filling our head with lies, got us hypnotized when he be speaking in cold words About crime and poverty, drugs, welfare, prisons, guns and robbery It really means us, there's no excuse for the slander But what's good for the goose, it's still good for the gander, see I don't
3: believe Bob Marley got cancer 31 years ago I would've been a panther They killed Huey cause they knew he had to answer The views that you see in the news is propaganda Thursday 23rd of December is the date 2021 is the year you're listening to the Nick Holt podcast on iHeartRadio as well as Spotify, iTunes, Audible and of course ainn.substack.com that's the Australian Independent News Network.substack I'm going to take a look at China right now there's a headline in Breitbart today it says that China's state run Global Times on Tuesday through cold water on the World Health Organization directors uh, of on the World Health Organization, director Tedros at Hanam Gibriasis hope that 22, 2022 must be the year we end the pandemic. The story says the Chinese propaganda paper emailed Tedros' office to ask for specific details of the WHO's plan to end the pandemic and reported no details were forthcoming. Communist China risibly claims to have ended the pandemic within its borders over a year ago. All of its coronavirus outbreaks since then were supposedly caused by visiting foreigners, including the one that currently has 13 million people under lockdown in the city of Xi'an.
2: 13 million.
3: 13 million people under lockdown. What's amazing to me is how quickly, if you remember they put together that coalition of the five eyes back in March, I think it was either March or May to determine the origin of this pandemic because it's pretty obvious everyone was going, well, it's come from China, let's go and find out what's happening. And the minute Australia, New Zealand, the UK, the US and New Zealand and Canada started up this kind of rhetoric, China came out with a very abusive news stories about especially Australia, if remember, they said that we're the chewing gum under America's shoe. Mm. And then all the five-eye countries, especially Australia and New Zealand, just got crushed down into lockdown. Yeah. That's when the Sydney lockdown really began. Retaliation from the beast. Mm. I mean, the fact that China is... Trump is the only one that's talking about China. He recently said again that China must pay they must pay reparation money in the order of 10 trillion dollars for what they've done to the world.
2: Mm. I think um yeah, wh- where wh- what's happened with that investigation too? I haven't seen anything in the news for it just for a died in the ar- it just
3: died in the arse, mate. It was
2: it was put out, it was extinguished. Was there any outcome or I mean I know it was going towards the obviously a, a lab, lab leak. I think that's where it sort of ended, didn't it? And then that was sort of it. Fizzled in terms of mainstream media coverage, that's
3: right, and yeah. they sent over a team, a so-called team, and China said, "Well, yeah, you can you can actually come over and, and inspect the the Wuhan virology lab." And the team was over there for probably about three hours, <laughs> and uh, nothing found. Yeah, no, I just went really up to the inspector it. and said, "Mate, uh, did you guys release COVID?" No. Okay, <laughs> off we go. <laughs>
2: Case solved. Came from bats. It came from bats, yeah, yeah, that's right. No, um look it's I think I think it's pretty obvious what's happened there, but um yeah, no I think I think people underestimate the power of that China has probably over a lot of our leaders. I think I think a lot of them are compromised somehow. Um, not sure. How I know you've done a lot of stories about Dan Andrews, um, and some of his ministers, um, who seem to be quite compromised by the Chinese, so they they seem to have the tentacles and everything, mate. Like, you know, and if you look at America, you know, like you've got Swalwell sleeping with it, with Chinese spies, which is pretty funny. Man, um, you've got the president. The you've got the president of the United States deeply
3: involved in billion dollar deals with Chinese enterprise banks in sleepy Joe Biden and his son it's Hunter. It's a laptop, isn't it? What?
2: Why isn't that, mate? What's going on there? Why? Why isn't that the biggest story in the world at the moment or ever? Hunter Biden's laptop. Because it goes against what they want, which
3: is a Biden presidency, and they didn't want another Trump presidency.
2: But why? Do, I, I, I'm still, Why doesn't the media want a Trump presidency? I mean, from all accounts, they were flying under Trump. You know, CNN and all these. News stations never never had it so good. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, I think these
3: people are so stupid that they don't... They, they had it good, but they, they were more interested in wanting to be smarter and a better person than Trump by defaming him daily, calling him stupid. I mean, they covered everything he did, every tweet he posted in a negative fashion for four years.
2: Yeah, they, hate, they hated
3: him. Uh, hated him. But now, you know, they've got coronavirus.
2: Yeah. And
3: they're doing the same. By, by ignoring what Biden's doing to that country, it's it's a bigger story than ignoring the Hunter Biden laptop, withdrawing uh, the troops from Afghanistan before withdrawing the civilians. Yeah. Uh, the border is just out of control. Millions pouring over. Um, it's a disgrace. And he's... His, More deaths under Biden as well. More deaths Mm. under Biden. He's got no idea. He basically, his approval rating's in the 30s. Kamala's is in the 20s. Mm. Trump's got a 97% approval rating in the Republican Party. Wow, yeah. And he's considered by Republicans to be their leader still, and the media are still ignoring that. Yeah. They're going to do the same things to themselves that they did in, two, in 2016. Oh, there's no chance he's going to it, – it's going to happen exactly again. He'll come back, they'll start to ridicule him. Then they'll start to try and attack him again. Then he'll win.
2: Yeah, well, it remains to be seen, mate. Like, I'd like – that's what I'd like to see. I think we need it. Um Whether or not he can overcome all the forces against him, it's it's certainly to be seen, but I mean – to think that a, a guy got the most – got the record for the most votes ever in an American president to win an election and two years later has a – well, one year later has, a, has an approval rating of 30% or less, he's, it's hard to believe that he could somehow spin it to win again. Like, I, I don't understand how you could do that. And I What's think it? that the House will flip in in 2022. Yeah, um, I think that's, unless, again, unless there's some nefarious um, late-night ballot-harvesting hijinks. I mean, who knows? Well, I think
3: that's why, from the moment Trump said this has been stolen, which he's maintained now, he hasn't gone back on that. I, for, I for one, believe him uh, that that election was stolen. Um, I think the enf- emphasis on Republican lawmakers since that moment has been to ensure that this doesn't and cannot happen in 2022 and 2024. Yeah. That's the the onus. And I have in, I have inside baseball that Trump is running, there's no doubt about it, and that he will probably wait until after 2022 because he doesn't want to get in the way. That's why he's doing this stuff. I mean he'll still do the odd rally. He's doing rallies maybe once every six to eight weeks and he's getting 20,000 people inside 20,000 people outside. Oh, uh, unbelievable. And oh, well,
2: not actually sorry, not unbelievable like 100 like, percent. It's I when he campaigned.
3: but he hasn't stopped campaigning. People That's love what. Him. The media the press is so dishonest simply by ignoring the fact of what is going on, the people
2: want him. I love I saw a thing on Twitter the other day. It's I don't know, might it might have been one of yours, but it said, I don't see anyone wearing kicking around wearing build back better hats. That's brilliant. <laughs> that wasn't one of mine,
3: but that's fantastic. What a terrible, absolutely terrible logo. You've s- slogan on it. You've got make America great, keep America great. And make America great again. Again. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, you, so. You watch those final, you watch those last rallies of his when he was leading up to the, the the election in 2020 and the guy was doing, I've spoken about this before, but Trump was doing five rallies in five different cities in the one state on the one day, wow. flying in on Air Force One. Finishing it. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Just crushing it. Yeah. And um, the only thing they could have against him was to create that, to create a false flag out of that January sixth thing, and we're starting to see now that that more and more was a false flag. There's confirmation that undercover FBI agents were there. Um, What's the big guy's name? Ah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> they're all going Fed, 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 fed. fed. Channing. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> yeah. that guy, I forget his name. They
2: got that. The Ver- I think Project Veritas found him, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, yes,
3: yeah, so a- the- everything that was done, in my opinion, was done to keep. Trump from winning a second term because he's such a threat to globalisation, to this movement of this emergent world order Mm. that I hate and you hate hate. and many people hate and don't want. And it's this global kind of communism, you know, global corporate communism where everyone has to slot into their grey little house and say the right thing and do the right thing. And the government is all powerful. The great reset, mate. It's, That's right. It's, it's, it's uh, mate. Uh, and Trump got in the way of that, and he's still yeah, in the way of it. He is.
2: Um, and I think, I, I think if people really knew what the this globalist agenda was all about, I th- I think they wouldn't want it. Do you know what I mean? So I think people are blind to it. I think because no, well, well, they think it's a conspiracy, but you know, if someone said back back when, you know, two weeks to flatten the curve is now get your third jab or you're yeah. locked out of society that say that you're an absolute nutcase. So I don't think it's out of the realm and, and uh, these these mad globalists um, need to be called out. And I think, like you said, Trump did that um, and he called out China and he, he certainly did make America great um, again. And now look what Biden's done to the country. It's an absolute mess and... Um, yeah, I think people over there are waking up too, so that's good. Well, you'd think so. If, if it's slipping into the 30%
3: approval rating range, then people are going, I, I, I want my money back. You know? Yeah, I, regret. <laughs> Why is regret? Well, they fell for the, the media, the same thing. It's always the same thing. They've fallen for the media lie, just like people are falling for the COVID media lie. People have to understand that the mainstream media will never be your source of truth, ultimate truth, ever. Yep, it's too. There's too much conflict of interests. T- it's th- these are big, mega companies we're talking about the mainstream media companies. They're owned by multiple funds, and then you go up and there's top ownerships. There's and this is even of companies like Channel Nine, Channel is owned by CBS. Yeah, right. Is uh, it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's extraordinary. It, 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 these are not. Little Aussie, Aussie battlers yeah. looking to get a TV network off the ground anymore. <laughs> yeah. And that's even,
2: you know. No, you're, mate, I didn't realise that, but yeah. Because well, people often say, like, if, if you say, look, it's, you know, the MSM, it's fake news or whatever, and they they, they don't, they spread disinformation, people are like, well, what's, why would they do that?
3: Because yeah. they're
2: liars. Yeah, why? I mean, that's a good exactly. question. Exactly. I why, mean, what, what, why?
3: Why they do that? And they, you can't always answer that why. No, no. And that's but that, like I said to Cam yes, Murray yesterday. All I know for certain is that I am being lied to, mm. which means that I can't then go along with that wherever that lies on the pathway, wherever that lies going to take people. For example, and I've been the same with this since the very beginning of COVID nineteen. As soon as I saw those Chinese pricks collapsing in the street, mm. doctors wearing hazmat suits and semi-automatic rifles, something. yeah.
2: They don't do that. Remember the big trucks right going down
3: the- disinfecting the cities. Yeah. Welding people into their chi- into there. Yeah. Dragging Chinese people out, no 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 <laughs> Overacting. Mate, How do we mate, even know those videos were from covid? Maybe yeah. that was someone getting evicted for something else and they put the because the, was- these these videos were uh, unsourced. Yeah. iPhone cameras. Yeah. And
2: mate that and it's never ha- that's that has never happened. I've never seen anyone collapse on the street from no. covid. No. And like then going to some sort of a fit, but mate, yeah, that was that was propaganda, pure and simple, um, to scare uh, uh, to scare the West, and the West bought it, and the media bought it, and and they sold it to the West who, shat themselves, and like our man Dead Prez said before,
3: you can't fool all the people all of the time, but if you fool the right ones, then the rest will fall behind, <laughs> and that's what's been happening, mm. but. Can you fool all the people all of the time? No, you cannot. The question is, how long will the rest fall behind? David, thank you for coming in and being on the show, mate. Thank you for the cappuccino. Uh, it's good to introduce you to my listeners. Dave will be popping by more often in the new year. Normally we are cracking more jokes than we have today, but
2: we're a little bit tired. Yes, it's been a big year, and, uh, mate, thanks very much for having me on. It was great to be here, and... Um Merry Christmas to everyone. Have a lovely break. Are you allowed to say that anymore? Merry Christmas. <laughs> you <laughs> sure can. Happy and a happy new year. Thank you mate.
1: Baby it's bad out there. Say what's in the no podcast. I wish your eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat, your hair looks swell. No, no, mind no, if no, I I'm I'm move in close to What's the
0: sense of hurt? My pride. Really oh, baby, don't hold out. Baby, it's cold outside.
1: The Nick Holt Podcast.